How are ambitious people like us, who didn't cheat or get any handouts, who are working hard for their money and rather have their money work hard for them? How do you budget and invest in a way to achieve financial freedom without compromising your peace of mind or your family time? Well, that's the question and this is the podcast with the answers. My name is Andre Derricott and welcome to the Lil Wealth Show. Yo, 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 it's your favorite financial coach, Andre Derricott, and welcome to the Lil Well Show, episode number one, What is Money? Because I'm pretty sure you were misinformed in school. I'm pretty sure they didn't tell you the truth. They did not tell you the facts about what money is. And I'm going to tell you real quick, you're not going to have to wait all the way to the end. None of that. I'm going to tell you what money is right now. Money is nothing but a tool. Is nothing but one of your little armies, one of your little soldiers, and they're there just to be for your army. Meaning, whatever you need, money needs to be there for that. So, you need to think about deeper as far as what do you want the money for? Is it a type of lifestyle? Is it for your family? Is it for your education? Whatever. Whatever that is, that's what money is for. Money is the tool to get to that. I'll give you a prime example. Let's say you have $120 and you want these new pair of shoes and they cost $60. You buy 30 pair of shoes, right, at $40 each. This is what you will do. You will buy three pairs of shoes at $40 each. And then you're going to sell them for $60 each, right, on an offer up. This is 2020. There's too many websites. When I say offer up, I mean you have a Shopify. You have eBay, you have Amazon, like you're going to offer them the shoes off of value for $60, right? So now you spent $120 and you made $180. So now you have that $60 for your pairs of shoes plus your original $120. So that is how you just use money as a tool. It's nothing more, nothing less Stop having people thinking that money is like, you know, the end all be all and all of that. Nah. And that's what has, that's really what makes people reluctant to really get to money because they think that it's hard. But money is just a tool. And you get money. This is a key. This is a gem. Hope y'all got your pens and papers. But the only, like, this is how you get money. It's so simple. You get money by adding value. That's it. Money, like the transaction of money is nothing but a value-added service rendered. You feel me? So if you add a service rendered or add value to somebody's life, they're going to pay you. You don't chase money. Think about it. Anything that you chase leaves. If you were ever in a relationship, because I don't know who's listening, but if you were ever in a relationship, you will understand that nobody likes to be chased. Like if you chase something, they're going to run away. No animal likes to be chased. No one, no no kid, nobody likes to be chased. And money is the same thing. You do not chase money. And that's another thing that we've been misled on. The whole philosophy thinking that to get money, you need to chase it, you need to work hard. No, you need to just add value. Add value to yourself and then money is going to come and chase you. You have to all change the whole mentality and thinking of how, you know, money is applied and the concept. And that's why in the Bible it says, the love of money is the root of all evil because you have to understand that you cannot have the type of love for it to where it's 
you know, is controlling your life and you'll do anything for it because people kill, steal, and destroy for the very same thing we're talking about because they have no idea what this is. So if you have no idea what money is, how can you maneuver in a world where you need this to survive? Right. So that's the what money is. Money is the tool. It's the tool to accomplish any and everything that you desire. Don't think that money is more than that. Don't think money is less than that. And in order to get money, which is very simple, you need to add value or apply a service. Because the transaction of money into your pocket is nothing but service rendered. And if you're working a nine to five, that's that's another lie that they told you because Throughout our whole education system, they were saying that you need to work hard and get a good job and you'll be good forever. But if you understand how that goes, it's like it makes no sense because your time is equated to the money that you're making. So I'm not against, you know, not a five. I'm not against, you know, people working because I have employees. So I'll never be against people working in a five. But what I'm just saying is your time is equated to that paycheck. So, if you're working at nine to five and you make and you make fifty to seven, right, but let's say you make seventy thousand a year, just think about this. That means your time is equated to seventy thousand dollars in that time frame. So, mentality, well, like your mental, you're going to get off of work and think that you're worth for that day, whatever you made during that nine to five, and that's the misconception. That's where things got messed up because people get off their nine to five and they just stop working. Not realizing that when you put it in the right perspective, your time is equated to money. So if you position and thinking that 70000 is all you're worth, you're not going to want to maneuver and do anything else because you made your 70000 But what if I told you you're worth a couple million or a couple hundred million? You know what I'm saying? Then your time will never be off your goal in life to get to that accomplishment. So... Again, it's all about your perspective. It's all about how you think about it. It's all about changing the thought process that we were taught because we were lied to, to be honest with you. It makes no sense that we spend all day, every day working, you know, working hard for something that they never really told us about. And I, I truly believe, this is my opinion, that, you know, the school system has never really changed, you know, as far as, you know, desk you know the edu- the teacher the chairs just the whole setup if you look at a picture years ago and then we look at a picture now it is exact same like exact same but if i look at cars I look at houses so many other things like you see the transition you see the evolution and that just shows me that i don't think the school system was ever designed for the independent thought process, the independent thinking, or the added value of the leadership. I don't think school was meant to teach us that, how to get money to work for us by just adding value to our community or just creating something. You know, I'm just having ideas and just implementing and executing. Like, school, there's not, I'm not gonna say all schools, but most schools, especially public schools, they don't really, you know, tackle on that to really get into the concept of money. Because when I'm talking about money now, there's grown. A lot of grown like elders, you know, still looking at me like they just found something new out, you know. So, 
we we talking about money. What is money? Let's talk about you know five twenty nine plan. You could learn more in my book, uh, Nate and Matt's college accounts. But that's a little plug. Um, tax the first savings accounts. Like how many parents are still paying their kids to scout for uh, college and not even knowing how to execute a a good strategy? You know, like a five twenty nine plan. I covered out ESA. You know, or uh, up my account, up my account. I mean, we're gonna talk more about all of these in, in longer episodes. We just getting started in this. We just scratching the surface. But what I'm trying to say is, these are tax deferred accounts. These are these are accounts like for a thing for you to not have to, you know, get an implication on education in a negative way. So there's a lot of things out here that that my parents didn't know. You know, I'm still teaching um, and. And it's not not no fault of their own, but it's just a matter of the fact that how come we aren't taught this in elementary school? Like, how come, like, if we are going to college or going to a higher education, like, how come it's not a mandatory, you know, something, you know, that we should be taught as far as, like, how does it work to even finance these things that's putting us in debt when we graduate? So now we graduate, we paid all this money to get to school. We graduate, we in debt, and now we're now we're working a job because you work entry level, that you already know that you're not making what you really need to be making to pay your bills, pay your rent, and pay your student loans. It just doesn't happen. So it's like it's like a vicious cycle. And then you get stuck in it. You know what I'm saying? Then you have a kid. Then you have another kid. Or then they maybe have a family. Maybe you don't have a kid. Or maybe you just want to travel. It's just you get stuck in that type of system. To now you're in survival mode. And that time is up, man. Like, that's why I had to do the podcast. I had to write the books. I had to just, you know, just let people know, like, you don't got to be on no survival mode no more. It's like, it's finally time to live it up. Like, now we need to live. And if there's any strategies or anything that I could put in place or things that I know that I could help out on, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach. Like, even right now, like, now you really know what money is. Like, money is a tool. It's nothing more, nothing less. Do not slave for money. Do not... Do anything, and let's, since we're talking about money, let's talk about, like, why, like, let's just talk about the why, you know what I'm saying, like, money will not make you happy, and that's a fact, I am, I am a living witness to that, like, money will not make you happy, so, your goal in life is to get money, I am sorry to tell you <laughs> that money will not accomplish that. Money will do a couple things for you, though. I ain't gonna lie. Money will enhance your life. Money will upgrade your life, upgrade your, your associations, upgrade your thinking, because you won't even be around, you know, the, uh, you won't even be on the radar. But it's all about the elevation and the association. So that's what money will do for you. But as far as making you happy, and turn, that's all internal. Like, you, what you need to do is find your why. Find out what do you need to do to make yourself happy. And money cannot be the goal. And if money is the goal, that means DM me, hit me up on the side. Let's chat about it because I promise you money will not be the goal. We're going to get to the surface. We're going to get real deep and down to it. But I promise you, the best thing I could tell you in this episode is what money is because a lot of people don't know. And also why. Find your why. Do not Please do not try to just be out here listening to me thinking that I'm about to just get you rich because 
that's what I'm about. I'm just about just getting money. That's what. I'm, no, listen. I really run away from people that just want money because it shows me that you have nothing more to you. You could be sold, and I don't want nobody around me that could be sold. You know what I'm saying? I need solid people around me because when it becomes, you know, pressure, you know, people fold. So I don't want nobody folding around me. So I don't need nobody purpose to be just rich. Like that's the result. You get what I'm saying? Like that's gonna happen. You believe me? If you do what I say, you listen to me, and you around me on my journey, that's gonna happen. It's in, it's inevitable. You know what I mean? It's like you cannot not get rich if you don't. It's like I I love um the book. I can't remember the name right now. Uh, actually, let me. It's called. I'm gonna tell y'all the exact name. As a man thinketh, as a man thinketh. Uh, I can't remember the author right now, but the title is As a Man Thinketh. And in this book, in this book, the author says he talks about the mind, and then he talks about the weed in the garden, right? I don't. And this is a gem. I'm gonna give y'all. You think about a garden, and we you don't you don't need to do nothing for weed to grow. You don't need to water it. You don't need to put no soil. Weed is just gonna grow. Regardless, you know what I'm saying? But if you want like a, a orchard tree, or you want like an apple tree, you want a cherry tree, you want something special, you got to cater to it. You got to plant those seeds. You got to put the soil in. You got to make sure that's getting that right light. And with that being said, when you put that with your mental, like negative thoughts, like laziness, all of that procrastination, doubt, all of that is like the weed. You don't need that to grow. That's going to happen either way. You know what I'm saying? So, but that, which if you really want to make it in life, you got to keep listening to podcasts like these. Keep reading books. Keep trying to enhance yourself. Like, keep planting that cherry blossom tree. You know what I'm saying? Keep getting that, getting that, whatever you need to do to get that soil. Like, be around whatever environment you need to be in to get that light. Do what you need to do because... It's not going to grow on its own. It's not weed. Like, the, the negative things, you need to actively go out and pick it out. You know what I'm saying? You need to actively chop it down and just get it out the way because it's diminishing the growth for other things. And you got to make room for other things. So, that's another gem I just want to give y'all. You know, it's all about elevation. It's all about aptitude, attitude. Um, it's aptitude, attitude, altitude. You know what I'm saying? We could get into that episode three. Matter of fact, that's going to be going to talk about episode three. We're going to talk about the aptitude, altitude, and your attitude. All right. So remember that. I hope you have wrote this down. And uh, yeah, so let's sum it all up. Money is the tool. All right. Money is nothing but a tool. If you want something, right, this is how I think. This is just my thought process. If you want something in life monetarily let's say it costs you want a tv you want this new 70 inch you know 4k or maybe it's gonna be i don't know 5k 6k whatever it is you want this tv it costs 800 dollars. instead of going into your bank account and spending that 800 dollars come up on your hustle and flip that money like there's so many ways to do it. I gave you one example early in this podcast. Like, even if you have to get multiple $200 TVs just to flip it for four until you get to the amount. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a process. Nothing worth it is going to be fast. And that's another jump. Like, if you really want something in life, I'm telling you, it's going to take time. And if it if you don't want it in that time, it really wasn't meant for you to have it. And that's one of the best parts about investing and, like, storing and having goals and vision. It's like, you're not about to just mess it up. You've got bigger plans. Think about it. If I have forty to $50,000 in my, like, think if I have 50000 right here, standing, like, looking right in front of me, like, to somebody, that'll be a lot of money, but to me, that's not, that's nothing, because that ain't, like, I'm trying to get to that million, that's, that's not a million in front of me, so what is that, you feel I me, mean? it's cool, but, I ain't, like, so, me going out and blowing it, going to party, like, it's going to make that 50000 less, I'm already disgusted at the 50000 think about that, so when you have big goals, you're not looking at, like, like, what's big to other people is light, that's, 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 that's light, I mean, <laughs> Come on, you know what I'm saying? So that's just like, you have to change your mind. You got to think bigger. You got to understand that you are gold. You are valuable because you have the best asset that in life, which is your mind. And with that, you can take over. You can build. You can, like, create a whole new legacy. It starts with you. When it comes to generational wealth and generational money, it always takes that one family member. It always just takes that one family member to say, I will not allow this to continue. So you just have to look in the mirror and see, is that family member you? Are you going to be the one to not propel the cycle of the ignorance, the lack of finances, the always wanting? You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to just be in position to have your family's needs met for generations. And it starts with you because if you keep propelling or... Worst comes to worst, you could give it to the government and the education system to do it. And we already know what they're going to do. So now do you want to just continue this vicious cycle and lose an opportunity of a lifetime? And that opportunity is to really get financially educated and understand what needs to do, like what needs to go on in your personal finances, honestly. Before you can even step out in the community, check your household. See where you're spending money. See where you could cut your money in. See where you could budget at. And like we said, we don't. This is the little wealth. It's all about learn, invest, live. So we don't believe in saving. Saving is for the birds. What are you looking to invest in? Is it your kids? If it is your kids, make sure you better be on www.childrenofwealth.com and get these books because it's going to need to be the kids. Like, and you at the same time. Like, you don't need to be, I'll give you another story. Like, when I'm, a lot of things I say to you is going to be coming from books that I read. And I'm going to quote them, of course. But what I, I say that to say this, there's nothing better than if you were with me learning this information at the same time. Think about it. I wouldn't have to say it to you. And if I did, we'll be like, it'll be like, all right, we got it at the same time. So, that's the beauty of learning with your kids. It's like a whole different bonding experience. And when it comes to money, like, like you know, what better thing to do than kind of explain it, master it, and be on the journey together? So those are my two cents, maybe three, maybe four. But who's counting? I just want to thank y'all again for being at episode two. Uh, we were summing it up. I think we left that what money is. We're going, uh, the next is the why. You need to know your why. That's a must. Understand it, know it, master it, 
And then once you know your why, you will understand and see how money is going to attract to you. Because money attracts to what is being value added or is doing some type of service or service rendered. The transaction of money is service rendered. So if you're adding value, if you're adding a service, that is how you attract money to you. So these are two, three of the biggest gems that took me 30 years to figure out, or almost not 30 yet, 29 years to figure out. And I'm giving it to y'all for free. You know what I mean? All y'all had to do was just listen. So that was all the, those are the things that I'm giving y'all every time y'all listen to these podcasts. There's no fluff. There's no, as you can see, ain't no sponsors yet. You know what I mean? I'm going to add a sponsor later. But as of right now, I just want y'all to see how raw and uncut I just want to just be authentic, which is giving y'all information and knowledge and all this wisdom that I have. So with all of that being said, um, you need to, I'm going to give you one more gem before I head out of here. Um, when you add value, right, you need to know that it's nothing but like, you need to, and this is how you ha- add value too. I mean, I tell you the why, the why, but this is the, the like this is how you do it. The how you need to read. Like I don't know where that generation that we we kind of haven't been like reading like we need to because we haven't really grown up with like the newspaper. But if you think about it, you read kind of a lot. You just aren't really thinking about that the fact that you're reading instead of newspaper. You're probably reading articles and blogs and and stuff online. But you're reading so. What you need to do, you need to use that energy and read a Kindle or pick up an audio book. But whatever you do, keep listening to podcasts and reading, whether it's audio-wise or looking at a book digitally, whatever you need to do. You need to read. Another thing that you need to do is change your environment. We're going to talk about this a lot more in the next episode. Sometimes we're blocking our own blessings. And I'll give you an example. I had, I like... I don't, I don't promote cutting people off and I don't brag about it. But, you know, sometimes when you cut people off, like, you realize that you was, re- like, those people was really blocking your blessings, like, subconsciously. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sometimes, literally, you just moving different and just, not moving different, just getting more focused on what you want to do. People kind of gravitate the other way and you get to see people's true characters. So... And then in the midst of that, you start seeing blessings out of nowhere. Like, whoa, what's going on? And it's like, damn, you, you can't even like share these blessings with those same people. But it's okay because the blessings are going to keep coming. And that's when you realize that those people are blocking your blessings. You know? So that's another thing you have to realize is environment. Read. Um, nurture yourself. Uh, if you're going to be out there like, like planting seeds, a lot of people talk about planting seeds and get out there like, just be sure that you water those seeds. Not many people talk about watering them. Like, and watering is maintaining those relationships that you work so hard to build. So a lot of people miss out on that extra step that, yeah, you planted a seed, you know what I mean? You put the bug in somebody's ear, but did you follow up? Because that follow-up is key. That follow-up is detrimental, I promise you. Like, I, I am successful because... Of that follow-up. A lot of people don't follow up. And I really was not the chosen one. A lot of things. A lot of a lot of events. I'll give you an example. When I got hired for J.P. Morgan. No. Wells Fargo Advisors. Like, no kidding you. I was working in Delaware for J.P. Morgan. 
and I had an interview with them, and they did not call me back because I was trying to get out of Delaware. It was just too boring, and I just kept like interviewing everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And you would think I would be able to just go to Chase in Jersey or J.P. Morgan or whatever, but they were just like, nah, they just wasn't rocking with me. I don't know what it was, but whatever. I think I, I think I do know what it was. What I think it was, I think my manager just wasn't trying to let me go. It was like one of those things because I think when you lose, well, I actually noticed when they lose, you know, somebody under them, they, it's a ding in their paycheck. So, you know, I, I I could understand why he wasn't trying to let me go, but it was it wasn't personal. But he wasn't trying to let me go. So as far as leaving to go to like another team, it just wasn't really looking good for me. So I interviewed with Wells Fargo Advisors, and you know I thought it went well, but they wasn't calling me back, and literally it was just like birds. So then, like one day, my manager got me so tight, I forgot he did something, but he it was just like he had me to stay late, but I was like the only black guy on the team. But the way he said it, it was just like put me in position, and I was just like tight. So I was just like, nah, I gotta get out of here. And I remember literally like it was yesterday. I emailed like the manager at Wells Fargo and literally like two hours later, like, no, I emailed the manager's assistant because the manager wasn't even there yet. She was on sick leave. So I get a call from the manager herself. She was like, hey, sorry, I wasn't able to interview you, but I want to give you an offer because out of everybody we interview, you're the person that followed up. So we know you really want the position. And I kid you not. And this is how I know this is like faith and this was God. I get to work my first day. This was this Asian lady. She sees me and I could see, you could tell she was surprised. Like she did not know how I look. I don't even think she would hire me if I was like, like no, no shots in that. But like legit, she was just shocked. Like, like, oh my God, I just hired this guy and I never even saw him. And it was like, and that just made me realize though, the follow-up game is real. Like you really must follow up. And put yourself out there and then present yourself in a way to where it's like, like, you look so good on paper that they got to hire you. Like, you know, however they feel internally, it's like you have so much value to add. It's like, how can they say no? They look crazy. And um, that's how everything ties together from added value, change your association to um, follow it up. So those are the gems here. Um, Thank you again for seeing, I mean, reading, hearing, you know what I'm saying? Episode number two, being here. Thank you for being here. Episode number two, what is money? And be sure if you have not already, get your financial box set at childrenofwealth.com. www.childrentowealth.com. And also, if you haven't got it last episode, get your free book at www.free.childrentowealth.com. Um, I'll see you episode three tomorrow. We're going to talk about the whole altitude, aptitude, altitude thing. And, um, what attitude, altitude, aptitude. it's going to be a lot of two. So just know that we're going to get it in tomorrow. All right. Episode three tomorrow, we are going to talk about how to change the environment and what are the keys to attractive money. Actually, that's going to be the title. See, that's what I'm saying. This is going to be so organic. We're going to be talking about the titles together. So dope. So episode three is how to attract money. All right. Episode two or episode, no, episode two is how to attract money. This was episode number one on what is money. And I'll see y'all tomorrow. Episode number two. I'm out.
get you started at saying this is episode number two. That was great. I did? I said that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>